Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be looking at the month of December and important transits for this month on a global level as well as on a personal level. And of course, we are going to discuss Mercury retrograde, which is going to be occurring at the end of the month, the notorious Mercury retrograde (laughs) that the entire world seems to know about. Everyone becomes an astrologer when Mercury is in retrograde. It's so funny. Um, And Mercury is the planet of communications, right? So of course, Mercury has this ability to spread its awareness throughout the media. Um, But before we get started, I do always like to remind everyone that we use the Vedic sidereal system of astrology here on Astrology Now. If you would like to learn more about the difference between Western tropical astrology or Vedic sidereal astrology, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on media, and then astrology. Now I have a podcast embedded there that talks about some of the differences between these two systems. And there are some playlists as well in case your interest gets piqued and you'd like to learn more about the houses or the planets, nakshatras, things like that. So... It is Thursday, December 8th. As I record this, I was fortunate enough to have my teacher here this week. And so there were a lot of talks. There were a lot of pujas. There was a lot of Kriya yoga and meditation. And it was so, so, so amazing. And I am so, so, so tired. And I'm kind of out of it. If y'all have spent a lot of time meditating or practicing yoga or again, doing any type of Kriya, There tends to be, at least for me, I guess I can speak for myself, but I have heard other people say this as well. There can be kind of like this, this like ethereal quality to it. And you have to, for me, I need to practice staying really grounded also, but I'm just kind of sleepy. I'm kind of just drifting (laughs) and I'm just kind of buzzing off of the gratitude and experience of it all. And so now I'm just sitting down. I have some clients today. I'm going to record this podcast. I have work over the weekend, but of course I am planning my next escape. I'm planning on packing up Madu, my dog, into my car and hopefully finding a desert somewhere. So we'll see what happens with that. Of course, this month is great for it, right? We're kind of moving into Sagittarius season, which we are going to talk about. And of course, of course, in the sidereal system, right? In the sidereal system of astrology, we're moving into Sagittarius season this month. And Sagittarius is the sign of freedom, adventure, seeking a thrill. Sagittarius is ruled by the planet Jupiter, which is expansive and generous and optimistic. I think that's part of why Sagittarius is so adventurous, right? They have that optimism that helps them feel safe even when they're taking risks. And the planet Jupiter bestows this beautiful quality on Sagittarius that's all about seeking the truth, seeking what's real. It's very religious and spiritual, philosophical, very virtuous. And those are the higher qualities of Sagittarius. And then some of the, maybe some of the tougher qualities of Sagittarius is that they can be quite existential if there is a more depressive mood or any types of afflictions, the sign can have this existential quality, this overly philosophical quality, needing the answers for everything perhaps. And then they can also become quite radical and quite dogmatic leading to a lot of controversy as well. 
And so all of that to say, these are energies that we are going to be wanting to watch for this month, which we'll talk all about. And also, if you're feeling kind of wanderlusty, if you're feeling this urge to take a new course or a new program, learn something new, expand your knowledge, or go seeking your next grand adventure, you're kind of right on time with the way that things are going astronomically. So let's go ahead and get into this. Starting from the beginning, I know that I'm posting this about a week late after December started, but we'll just kind of review. On December 2nd, Mercury entered the sign of Sagittarius, where it will remain until December 27th. And keep in mind, Mercury will enter Sagittarius. It's in Sagittarius as we speak. It will enter the sign of Capricorn on the 27th. And then on December 29th, Mercury is going to retrograde at zero degrees of Capricorn. It will retrograde back into the sign of Sagittarius where it will be retrograding until January 18th. It will go direct on January 18th. So we'll talk more about what this retrograde can bring about, but just kind of focusing on Mercury and Sagittarius for a moment. Mercury is the planet of communications. It's the planet of travel, planet of media, right? What we're sharing on a broad scale. It also has a lot to do with the nervous system, the lungs. It has to do with skin and travel. As I mentioned, this is a big one. And so while Mercury is in Sagittarius, the sign that's all about freedom and it's all about adventure, it's about moral and ethics, this is going to be under a spotlight. I really do believe that for the month of December, there's going to be this huge focus on ethics, virtue, what is moral, what is right. And there may even be more of a focus on law and order this month, and even when Mercury is retrograding. Uh, But again, this month, as we kind of move into the Sagittarius season, we're going to see it around the world. And even recently, there was that New York Times post talking about how the morality police was banned in Iran. Of course, now more information is coming out saying that that's not exactly true and that the article misrepresented the reality of what's happening. There's going to be this type of prominence where... Again, Mercury and Sagittarius is probably going to emphasize law and order in the media, in the news. It's going to be something that people are talking about and contemplating. Of course, Sagittarius is also the planet of philosophy, philosophical debate as well. Mercury in Sagittarius is going to be aspected by Mars. This is something really important to keep in mind. So there will likely be arguments and controversy and maybe even radical ideas coming out, dogmatic ideas coming out that again, people are kind of arguing about and having conflict around. And this likely will be amplified when Mercury is retrograding. We're going to talk about that extensively later. But all of that to say, while Mercury is in Sagittarius, this is a very positive time to learn more about things that you're interested in. It's an excellent time to expand your knowledge, to expand your personal philosophy, and it is a really good time to dive deeper, to understand so that you can really fortify your belief system. Mercury is all about the intellect and being able to rationalize and make logical explanations. So if there's something in your life that you really believe in, or if there's a topic that you're really interested in, 
It's a really great time to do research, to learn the ins and outs of any types of topics, and to, again, kind of fortify yourself with information so that you can really defend what it is that you believe in, or even share and teach about ideas that you believe in or are inspired by. Of course, I do think that this is a time where there will be more of a chance to have controversy and conflict in regards to belief systems. It could even be political holidays are coming up not the best time for mercury to be retrograding in sagittarius really i mean unless you really love debating with your family and that everyone can keep it respectful i would try to encourage setting healthy boundaries with family members when it comes to talking about politics at holiday gatherings or religion at holiday gatherings there may be even more of a likelihood of there being some conflict this year so please do keep that in mind and then again in the media there may be articles coming about that cause controversy and dispute. And I should say also, because Mercury has so much to do with communication, this could be a time personally where you're feeling more supported and sharing your truth, you know, things that have happened for you in your life or things that you're feeling, things that you're experiencing, what you are thinking. So Sagittarius really brings that ability to be honest and to be forthcoming, to be true. So it's an amazing time to take the opportunity to be in your truth with what you share and what you say, and to also hold space for others if they're wanting to come forth with what is true for them as well. So on December 5th, Venus enters the sign of Sagittarius. Venus is going to be in Sagittarius until December 29th. And it's important to remember that Venus is Shukracharya, right? And Jupiter is the guru. Shukracharya, Venus, is a preacher. And traditionally, the preacher Venus and the preacher Jupiter kind of are at odds, they're natural enemies. They don't get along super well. And so when Venus is in Sagittarius, it may feel a little bit of pressure. And so I personally think that Venus in Sagittarius is a really beautiful placement to have Venus. But the conflict is between finding fulfillment through material reality versus spiritual reality. Some people will go their entire life trying to fulfill themselves through alcohol, drugs, food, sports events, relationships, whatever, and they never feel completely satisfied, right? There's something underneath it all. There's a deeper desire. And that is what Venus and Sagittarius kind of creates. It creates the spiritual longing. This desire to philosophize, the desire to go deeper, doesn't necessarily need to be religious, but there has to be this level of depth and meaning. So in individuals' charts, it can be a little complex, right? Because they're going to need a lot of that intellectual stimulation and philosophical stimulation. They're going to need to understand in a very deep way and feel understood in a deep way. It's going to, you know, if, if they're not getting that, it may turn into drugs, alcohol, uh, pills, whatever. And I've seen this happen. I actually know this amazing yoga teacher. He He's completely sober now. He teaches yoga. He's an amazing teacher that I respect a lot. Before he was a teacher, he was doing drugs and things like that to kind of try to mask that longing, right? Until he found a way to create that connection. He had Venus and Sagittarius. Um, 
And Venus, of course, is the planet of luxury, comfort, sensuality, sensual pleasures. So it can be a little bit more complicated in that way in a chart. It can be, (laughs) right? It can also create very deep spiritualists who have very um, austere practices and very committed practices or deep uh, philosophers. In transit, it can bring about some confusion, So we may feel that sense of longing. We may be more tempted to overindulge right now if we're not being honest about the root of our craving. Is it truly that we're craving chocolate cake, which is nothing inherently wrong with it, right? As long as it isn't a masking agent. Is it truly that we're craving the food or the alcohol or whatever? Or is it that we're craving meditation, that we're craving to read an intellectually stimulating book, to connect with someone who supports us in being a better person. So really be mindful as Venus is traveling through Sagittarius because it's actually this very beautiful opportunity to go deeper, to find love in expanding your knowledge and expanding your spirit through meditation or practices, through signing up for a new program and learning something new or serving someone, buying somebody flowers, buying somebody chocolate, you know, being sweet for someone else as well. Um, It could even be taking a trip and connecting with yourself in nature. All of these other beautiful qualities of Sagittarius. It's just, again, if we're not mindful of where that that craving is coming from, it can turn into self-indulgence or into numbing. So be mindful with Venus moving through Sagittarius. Take advantage of finding love in those higher principles of Sagittarius, like religion, spirituality, philosophy, travel, service, things like that. I hope that that was helpful. I hope that that made sense. So on December 7th, we are going to have... (laughs) It passed already, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so out of it. On December 7th, we had our full moon in the sign of Taurus in the nakshatra of Rohini. Of course, the moon and Mars were completely conjunct at 21 degrees of Taurus. And so this was a very beautiful full moon. I did a full segment on it if you want to go back and listen if you haven't yet. From December 15th until January 14th, the sun is going to be in Sagittarius. So according to the sidereal system of astrology, if you were born between December 15th and January 14th, your sun is astronomically in the sign of Sagittarius. And if you're listening to this and you're like, what? I thought I was a different sign. Download a star app on your phone, go outside, hold the star app up to the sky, and you'll find that the sun is literally sitting in the sign of Sagittarius. That being said... Happy birthday, happy birth month to all of our beautiful Sagittarius suns, making the world so much more fascinating and philosophical and spiritual and thought-provoking and adventure-promoting. <laughs> my Some of my best friends are Sagittarius, and I love them because they're always promoting a different adventure, always promoting a new thrill, always prompting amazing conversation and asking the best questions. And they're very, very curious, excellent listeners. So thank you so much to all of our Sagittarius sons and happy birth month. We hope that you have such a beautiful and magical turn around the sun. So the sun in Sagittarius, the sun 
has this direct connection to the government, right? It has to do with leaders of all kinds. It could be CEOs. It could be people who own Twitter, right? Like Elon Musk. It could be the president. It could be captains, kings. So the sun does have this immense connection to the government because it affects our world leaders a lot. And on a personal level, the sun has a lot to do with our vitality. And the sun is the original Atmakarka. It has to do with our soul and the fulfillment of our soul. The sun, of course, is also our power, our ego, how we relate to authority. So it's literally authority figures, but then also our relationship to authority self-esteem, our sense of our sense of self it has to do with our pride and our ego, right? And it's important to remember as well that the birth chart for the United States is a Sagittarius rising. So these planets are going to be moving over the ascendant for the United States, the United States birth chart. When the sun is in Sagittarius, it's going to be with Venus, uh, part of the time, it's going to be with Mercury part of the time, especially Mercury retrograding later in the month. I do see there being, and of course it's aspected by Mars, right? So I do see there being continued stress being put on leadership. Sagittarius is all about the truth. Things coming out, things being revealed, things being contemplated. We know that something came out recently about the president's son, right? Involving Elon Musk. So there's drama happening. There are things happening that are likely very challenging for the president, and there may continue to be these types of things. So this is definitely a time to be mindful. Sagittarius, of course, is also this freedom-loving sign. It can be, it can have this uh, rebellious attitude to it. There may be some uh, pushback this month. There may be some conflict and some controversy and radical behavior or behavior stemming from some sort of dogma. So all around the world, let's be watching this. Um, again, there may be a focus on radical beliefs, dogmatic beliefs, action taken from this place. And there could also be conflict and controversy around belief systems, values, ethics. And of course, it may be directly related to our world leaders. And you know, I brought up the United States. I think that it could certainly, I think that it's definitely possible that the president may have a stressful month. So it's something that we want to keep an eye on. On a personal level, when we're looking at the sun in Sagittarius, I really do. I mean, this is kind of continuing our thought process already on what Sagittarius promotes and what it can be such an amazing time for. The sun has this direct connection to our soul. What makes our heart sing? What sets our soul on fire? Do we need a little bit of a break? Even if it's a two-day weekend getaway, we can find so much fulfillment and enrichment by just changing our perspective. But it could also be ordering the book that you've been wanting or asking for a book referral from someone who you really want to be like, someone who you really look up to and are inspired by. What books do you recommend? What are you reading? What's expanding your knowledge? Again, the sun is the original Atmakarka. It's all about the progression of your soul. What are you needing? What are you craving? I truly believe that the soul 
the the deep longings that we feel they're pointing us in the right direction of course if it's dharmic right if it benefits ourselves, if it benefits the world around us not longings that are destructive not longings that are going to hurt other people or other beings it's it's the sincere longings of the heart really allow that to be a compass and it is a great time as i mentioned with mercury to learn more about the spiritual techniques that you're interested in. If you've been interested in meditation and you haven't learned how to meditate, maybe there's a course online. Maybe there's something on YouTube. If um, there's a place that you're interested in, maybe researching, trying to figure out how to attain a trip there to explore. But all of these are just ideas, right? Sagittarius holds this energy of expansion and of growth. And so it's really just the direction that you feel will allow you to expand and grow and transform into the person you are becoming. And all of us have a different dharma. All of us have a different mission in this lifetime. So it doesn't have to be the recommendations that I'm suggesting necessarily. Something that speaks to you and and moves you in some way. And please be mindful of radical dogmatic behavior. The sun in Sagittarius, planets in Sagittarius, they can have this little bit of arrogance in terms of really feeling that their way is the way and what they know is you know the best way to practice or the the best political system or you know what have you they just tend to think that they have the answers and even if someone isn't deeply spiritual or deeply philosophical they can still kind of attach themselves to this idea that because they know what they're talking about that that's how everyone should behave that's how everyone should think that's how everyone should approach life etc this is a really beautiful month and opportunity to practice remembering the quote that i say all the time from the vedas the truth is one but goes by many names it may also be the truth is one but the wise speak of it as many There are so many different ways to approach life. There are so many different religions or spiritual philosophies or modes of practice, political beliefs. There can be so many different ways of viewing the world and perceiving things. And it's an amazing opportunity to try not to be too attached to our paradigm because it's impossible that one person has all the answers. It's impossible that one person may not be blind to something or have some blind spots. So it's important to be open and receptive to the perspectives and ideas of others. And it's important to be mindful about engaging in these topics, because again, I think that everyone's going to have this tendency to be a little bit more sensitive when it comes to beliefs, politics, ideas, concepts, religion, as we have this transit. So just be particularly mindful. So on December 23rd, we have our new moon in Sagittarius. It's going to be at seven degrees of Mula. Of course, as usual, we will do an entire podcast on this new moon, but just remember that a new moon is a time of setting intentions. And Mula, the nakshatra of Mula resides in the galactic center. It's this very, very deep nakshatra. And it is in Sagittarius, so it has these qualities we've been discussing It's represented by a hole in the earth. It can be represented by roots. It has this association to healing, natural remedies. 
And this is going to bring a lot of things up, right? This nakshatra is all about digging. <laughs> so things may come out in the world. Things may come out in ourself. And if we know that this is going to be an energy that is prominent, we can kind of set the stage by seeking all the things we've discussed already. Seeking, learning, expanding, soul searching, being able to really logically rationalize what it is that we believe, the things that we put our faith in, or um, I guess that logic and faith are kind of contradicting energies, but really being able to understand the ins and outs of, of what govern our lives. And when we do that type of contemplation, we do that kind of study, we work to expand our minds. It's amazing the things that kind of begin to surface for us. So just be noticing. We'll see what happens. Even if you don't do any practices, even if you don't study anything, even if you don't travel, there may still be things arising in your life. And as I mentioned, I do think on a global scale as well, I sincerely believe this from the bottom of my heart. I think that interesting things are going to be coming out. And I do, I do think that we're going to see a lot of that radical behavior and dogma. So, and dogma is not intrinsically bad, but that's another conversation. December 27th, Mercury is going to move into Capricorn, and we can discuss this more in January because it's so close to the end of the month. On December 29th, Venus will enter Capricorn. On December 29th, Mercury is going to retrograde in Capricorn, and on December 30th, the day after, Mercury will once again be in Sagittarius. So really for this month, we're just going to see Mercury in Sagittarius for the most part. And so Mercury and Sagittarius, while retrograding, it can, and remember that Mercury will be retrograding from December 29th until January 18th. This can certainly make it a little bit more challenging around belief systems, values, ethics. It's certainly a time to review and to contemplate, which is part of why I was promoting so much study in the beginning, because I think that it'll, it could potentially make this less of a challenging period for highly like spiritual people. Um, so this is a time to review what it is that we believe in. This is a time to review what governs our lives and asking ourselves, is this something that is truly helpful? Is it taking me in the right direction? Am I practicing the way that I should be practicing? You know, am I devoting time, my reading? Um, and then of course, on a global level, Mercury has to do with media, it has to do with communications. This can certainly create confusion and issues. And I'll likely make another podcast on this as we get a little bit closer to the date where we can talk even more extensively about it. But I was actually doing a little bit of research. So first of all, this is a cool little bit of knowledge. When Mercury retrogrades in a sign, it's in that same element all year. So for 2022, Mercury only retrograded in Earth signs. Moving into 2023, Mercury is only going to be retrograding in fire signs, which is pretty cool. And so I was looking at 2017, another year when Mercury was retrograding in fire signs. And it was very fascinating, right? Because Sagittarius, I looked back when um, it was between December 3rd, 2017 and December 23rd, 2017. Um, Sagittarius is all about freedom. 
and expansion. It's about land. When you meet people who love the land and they love animals and they love just to go out there and be free and have compostable toilets and till their own land, Sagittarius could very well be very strong in their chart. Okay. So it's all about the land and preservation and things like that. All about freedom, travel. When Mercury was retrograding, In Sagittarius, in 2017, I thought this was so interesting. This was when Trump scaled back the Utah monument of Bear Ears. And so Bear Ears is Native American land. He scaled it back 85%. And there's actually this amazing book I'm looking at on my desk. It's called Edge of Mourning. And it has a lot of accounts and perspectives of native people in regards to the Bear Ears monument. But I thought it was so interesting that he scaled it back and reduced the land while Mercury was retrograding in Sagittarius, in the first house of the United States, right? The the first house is like the body. I just thought that was so fascinating. I hope that y'all are able to kind of like follow that. On December 4th, the Supreme Court allowed Trump's travel ban to take into effect, which impacted the six mostly Muslim countries. And of course, Sagittarius is all about travel, going backwards, making change, inhibiting. A lot of harassment claims were coming out at this time. There was a lot with Weinstein, and then there was the former U.S. gymnastics doctor, Larry Nasser, I think is how you pronounce his name. And so he was sentenced during this time. And so, oh, there's one more thing that I thought was really interesting. On December 6th, we discovered a super massive black hole. And of course... This was when Mercury was retrograding in Mula, the hole, right? <laughs> and we discovered a supermassive black hole that's 800 times larger than the sun. And so something that I was noticing here is that there was an emphasis on travel, right? Mercury is the planet of travel. In the U.S., the first house, it's such a personal house. There was an emphasis on land. There was also wildfires in California at this time. And then, of course, the the bare ears monument getting scaled back emphasis on uh, land, which is also very Sagittarius. And then going back to review what is right. There were these atrocities. There was something that was unfair, unethical, unjust with Weinstein, with the gymnastics coach, with these people. I, I think Trump too, at the time, um, I think I took a note on that as well. It's coming up. People are talking about it. It's on the media. It's something that's being brought to discussion. And this was really a time when it was becoming more, it was becoming less taboo to speak out against people in power. It was becoming increasingly encouraged to speak out about injustice and atrocities that have happened. And of course, there is still so much with power dynamic. I'm certainly not saying that we have an equal and just world by any stretch of the imagination, but I do feel at this period of time, there was so much more support and encouragement to speak up about what was right and what was happening. And something was actually, you know, being done about it. I mean, this U S gymnastics doctor, he was sentenced to 60 years he was sentenced to 60 years and I'm not sure what his status is or what ended up happening. If he ended up getting off for good behavior or anything like that, but he definitely won't be practicing again as a doctor. Same thing with Weinstein. You know, he's certainly not popular anymore. So 
I do think that with this Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius for the United States, it may be a time where we're going back and looking at what was right, what was fair, what was just. There may even be people getting in trouble for things. Um, there may be something coming up with land or with nature, with monuments. Of course, we would want to be a little bit more mindful with um traveling at this time there could be something with traveling that's coming up but we will continue to talk about this i thought that space discovery i was so hung up on the supermassive black hole i was telling everybody about that i think it's so interesting because astrology can be so literal you know i mean of course we discovered a supermassive black hole while mercury is retrograding in mula <laughs> it's just it's the same thing with the barney nakshatra like it, it was so literal affecting directly women's reproductive health or reproductive health in general, I should say. So anyway, I hope that that's helpful. I hope that it is interesting. I do think that the month of December is going to be a little intense because there are these planets moving through Sagittarius, which can be intense. And something I didn't mention earlier, Venus in Porva Ashada specifically. Porva Ashada is a nakshatra in Sagittarius. Venus in Porva Ashada can be very hard. Porva Ashada is associated with war and with conflict. And so as these planets of Venus and Mercury and the sun move through Porva Ashada, Venus specifically, we may see some controversy. And Venus is a karma control planet right now. Mars is a karma control planet right now. Mars is retrograding. It's aspecting Venus. They're in a 6-8 relationship to one another. So this can certainly be a time of controversy and some disputes. And I do think that religion and philosophy may be an underlying root of that. But then of course it could also be law and order, ethics, values, things like this. So all of that to say, I do think that this month may bring some intensity, but I think it also brings us really beautiful opportunity to really tune in and to focus on what helps our soul feel expansive to you know, if you're on this podcast, if you enjoy astrology, it's likely that you also enjoy spirituality and philosophy, you know, expanding, learning more, sharing ideas, connecting with people who can educate us and support us in some way and to travel, right. And to feel that, that sense of freedom and what does help you feel free. All of us have such a different way of feeling free. Some of us to feel free, we want to jump into our car and drive out to the mountains by ourselves. Some of us just want to turn off our computer and stop work for the day and hang out with our kids and go on a walk. You know, freedom looks so different to everybody. But when do you feel free? And what does freedom mean to you? And even in addition to that, what does truth mean to you? Are you being honest with yourself? Are you being honest with other people? What is the truth that governs your life? You know, for me, when I think of the ultimate truth, it is intrinsically connected to what I perceive as a higher power. For some, it may be a personal philosophy, but it's just taking that time to contemplate on, on what truth is, what truth means to you, how it shows up in, t in your life. And if you're being honest, right, with yourself and with other people, there's this really beautiful quote that I love, and it's three things, Buddha said this, three things cannot be hidden for long, the sun, the moon, and the truth. And I think about that in relationship to events in life, you know, different things that happen, injustices that happen. 
And I also think about it in terms of our soul's journey. We can only incarnate so many times. We can only do this cycle over and over again until we eventually come to what is true. If you would like to know how these transits will impact your sign personally, you can sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash astrology now podcast. I do weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs. And on the second tier, I do a weekly class of some sort. Sometimes it's recorded. Sometimes it's a series. Sometimes it's something else. <laughs> sometimes it's a video, whatever it may be. So if you're interested, you can sign up on Patreon. And I think that that's all that I have for today. I hope that you're all having a wonderful week and move into a beautiful weekend. If you would like to schedule a reading, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. My Instagram is astrology now underscore podcast. And again, my Patreon is patreon.com slash astrology now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. This is astrology now. Thank you so much. Thank you.